Hey guys, Matt here. Just uh, wanted to say a quick sorry for the audio in this episode you're about to listen to. We were having some technical difficulties. We have uh, some really, really good content, so I wanted to make sure I still uploaded the episodes for everybody to listen to, for everybody to, to uh, enjoy. We uh, have our, our first guest in the episode, and uh, good stories, good content, great conversations. So hopefully you can get through it, enjoy the episode. Uh, the there's a little bit of distortion a little bit of feedback wasn't entirely sure what was going on didn't notice most of it until playback until editing but uh, hopefully hopefully you can get through it still and uh have a good time really appreciate you guys listening this is only episode two but we are having a blast recording these uh good got good content for episode three editing that currently and there are no issues with the audio so uh, bear with us on episode two titled uh urban legends hope you enjoy and have a great one you better ask somebody Welcome to the show, listener. I'm Matt. I'm Jim. And you're on, uh, you're listening to Opinions and Bubbles. Everyone's got Let's talk about it. How's it going? Not bad. It was fucking snowy. The last yeah, few we days, huh? We had a nice relaxing week. Matt's yeah. asking us up. I still woke up on time every day. Oh, I slept in. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go for anything uh, half the work or not. I slept in some, and, and uh, the, first, the first one I woke up with. A lot of people freaked out though. Yeah. Most of the gas stations in town were out of all but They only had a premium. Yeah, so. it was. That's not way out of The old blizzard come through. We uh, missed. Anywhere from 12 to 30 inches up in this area. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, our town reported 17 inches of snow. I think my hat got 24 to 30. Yeah, not too far from us. Got, I think the highest one was. It was 30 something and a half, 30, 30 and a half, 30 and a half. Something like that. It was in Central. Yeah. So crazy, dude. They yeah. said some of the snowdrifts across 83 toward Bismarck were like 10 feet high. Yeah, across the, the highway. One in the back of our house, five feet tall. Yeah. In the backyard. My grass is showing outside my side door and all the snows up against my neighbor's house. <laughs> so you got to look around. Well, it's not too deep. But uh, it's weird because, like, Two feet from our house is where the snow drift is, so they're blocking the banks or nothing. So that was pretty nice. Oh, that's good. They didn't have to worry about that kind of mindset. Yeah, I was out. I was out. I made a homemade drag behind the snow pile. There was some cinder blocks on it. It looks like a baseball diamond by the front of the driveway. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I just hooked that up to my truck and chain and just drove that around. Yeah. Going back and forth, down, up and down. Well, it worked out. I don't think your neighbors are get out for a bit, though. No, I can't get that far down there. It, it, it gets bigger and bigger to us and neighbors drive away. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. slow back there. Yeah, I can't, I can't get back there. I could go back there and <clears> drag it around and help, help them out, but I can't get over that, that section. Well, I do want to say that our first experimental podcast was pretty fun. I think it turned out pretty good. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Last week's episode was kind of was fun. We just, we just talked about just threw something out there and talked about that off, on, on the fly. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty fun. fun. Yeah, a few people listened. I had a few there. people, uh, my, my brother texted me and 
sitting from over here. It's just like sitting and talking to us. Like he's having a conversation with us. And that's what I'm going for. That's good. Just something fun. So uh, what have we got on the agenda today? Today I want to talk about urban legends. That's a fun one. So many of them. Urban legends. Maybe some folklore and maybe some not. Yeah, a folk story or two? I don't know. Yeah, why not? That's a little bit of paranormal myths. And I see we got a guest in the studio today. Yes, we do. We have a guest. Say hello to our listener. Yes. Hello, listeners. So, today, Smokey. <laughs> today on to help to talk about urban legends, but this is my lovely wife, Amanda. Hi. Hi, Amanda. Hello, Jake. It's a good thing this is recorded to get some momentum for you. <laughs> so, what is an urban legend? Just in case our listener doesn't know what an urban legend is. I don't know if we. I looked up the definitions of it and stuff, and I think an urban legend is just something that was made up to scare people or made up to put uh, doubt in people's minds or something like that. And most urban legends are made up. Most of them, you know, they're, they're, most of them are pretty much ghost stories. They're just thrilling stories. So, uh, so now tell them the definition so I can put my foot in my mouth. Well, no, that's a good definition. I can read it. I can read what Wikipedia says. I mean, you know, Wikipedia is not that great of a source, but it's, I mean, it's not bad. It's what not what bad is the definition of your book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can take this with me over here. Okay, so, so uh, Wikipedia says an urban legend or a contemporary legend. And it's a genre of folklore comprising stories circulated as true, especially as having happened to a friend or a family member, often with horrifying or humorous elements. The legend can be entertaining, can contain some mysterious perils or troubling events, such as disappearances, strange objects. They may also confirm, uh, excuse me, it says uh, confirmation of moral standards or reflect prejudices or be, be a way to make sense of society uh, Anxieties. Urban legends are most often circulated orally, but can be spread by any media, including newspapers, mobile news, or, apps, or a uh, podcast. Or a podcast. <laughs> Some urban legends have passed through the years with only minor changes, uh, depending on region. Uh, but they're circulated. They're circulated as true. So, like something happened. Well, you guys won't believe what happened to my cousin. Right. We got some pretty good ones to talk about today, though. Some of the bigger ones that more people have heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of which is uh, Bloody Mary. That's a that's a common one to use. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you know what's weird is, uh, I just wanted to say this before you start talking about that and the description of it and everything. Is, I told my wife we were going to talk about this. She goes, I've never heard of that. I said, what? That's like the most known urban legend ever. Really? Yeah. And I, I was talking to my dad on the way out here, and he didn't know what it was. That's crazy, because yeah. I've known about Bloody Mary since I was in, like, kindergarten. Yeah. Like, no. not even joking you. Yeah, so I was it, scared to be in the bathroom alone when I was in elementary school. Yeah. And then, in terms of sleepover, somebody always is pressured into going in the bathroom and yeah. saying Bloody Mary. That's the way, it's like, uh, it, it's, it's almost the same premise as candy yeah, they made that movie about it, you know. But let's talk a little more about Bloody Mary. So what you got on Bloody Mary? 
from what I found, just a le- it's a, I mean, it's a legend's ghost phantom. The spirit is conjured. So she appears in the mirror, and her name is has chanted repeatedly. The Bloody Mary apparition may be benign or malevolent, depending on historical variations. So she could she could just slap you in the face if yeah. she wanted. I mean that's basically what it is. But there's there's some history going back to some some old old history like rituals. Uh, Twentieth century. Let me see. What did it say? I don't. It didn't say what the. It didn't say what the time. What I read about. It didn't say what the time frame was. But what they would do is a a bride to be or or a bride to be. They would. Uh, a woman would use would use a candle, a candlelight, and a mirror, and it says walk backwards up the stairs. I don't know what that's all about. But they would hold it, they would hold the mirror out, and as they're walking, they would either see, they would either see the face of the man that got married, or they would see a skull. You stole them while you're going to die before you get married. Which that's is crazy. Which is crazy. Never knew that about me. Yeah, that's, that's like a historical like, part of it. That's pretty awesome. So they would see like the face of a skull or the Grim Reaper telling them that they would, would, uh, would die before they got a chance to get married. Well, that's wild. Or they would see the face of their future future husband. That's really cool. Never knew about that. Well, that's kind of that. I never knew the, I never knew the uh, origins of it, I guess, where it started. Yeah, it's kind of... It's just a legend. It's a made-up story, but just 
if you were to walk in and shut the lights out in your bathroom and stand in front of the mirror and say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, and all of a sudden there's a chick standing behind you that's old, or like, like wearing old, uh, uh, what do they call it? Like the Renaissance era clothing. She's wearing, yeah, she's wearing old uh, era clothing. Probably before that. And she's kind of see-through. And she's just standing there staring at you. I'm like, yeah. good thing I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shit myself. For sure. <laughs> I don't know if I, well, I don't know if I, you can edit that out. I don't know if I'd shit myself. Why well, pee myself? Oh, dude, I've crapped my pants before. It's not my fart, but they're not getting scared. <laughs> yeah, I peed myself when I was a kid in the basement. Oh, yeah, geez, tell me about that. Because, uh, so, this house up here is a living out on the res in Oregon. And uh, I had a basement with the, with the staircase that went up, and then there was a 90 degree turn, and then there was a flat stairs, and the staircase started up again. So, <clears throat> I was down there, I think I was the laundry or something, because the, the laundry room was in the basement. How old were you at the time? Oh, six or seven? Six or seven? Okay. Seven or seven. Somewhere around there. And uh, so I went, I went down. The lights were on. It was daytime. So, so the lights in the kitchen sat down, down on the flat of the stairs, the, the first landing, and then had the light on down there. And I went to leave, and I was looking at the floor, I looked up the stairs, go up the stairs, and then the little girl standing on the stairs. And my, my sister is two, she's two, one of my sisters is two years younger than me. So it wasn't her, it was only my sister. The whole girl was my age. So I knew it wasn't my sister. And I went, oh, what? And I, I looked away and I looked back and she's gone. That's crazy. And I didn't make it, that's, that's why I had to go upstairs to have to go to the bathroom. I didn't make it to the bathroom. You don't want that? I peed myself right there. I probably wouldn't have made it to the bathroom either at that age. And I was like, what the heck? Nowadays, I'm kind of interested in the supernatural. It's I didn't even know. I, I, I have to tell my mom about this story. I never even told her she's going to hear it. Uh, well, if she listens, I don't, I don't know. I don't think she's uh, tuned in yet. I hope so. Is your aunt living with you on that? No. Just out of her savings. That would have been a good well, answer. She was in Oregon. She was still at home. I mean, yeah. I mean, that. That's a great conversation to have, though, because a lot of supernatural things can be explained. And, you know, to bring that up, the fact that we're having this conversation here, and you can say, no, she wasn't there, so it couldn't have been her. Right. Like, I mean, I, I believe that there are ghosts in this world. I really do believe it. There's just, how can, how can 10 million people be wrong? I mean, even on a, there's such a small fraction out of seven and a half billion. But if 10 million people say they've seen a ghost, how can you argue with it? Yeah. That's a huge number of people. I mean, it's a small sliver of population, but it's such a big number of people that have seen ghosts. How could it not be real? Well, it just has to do with having an open mind right. and being willing to, to hear other people's opinions. Because if you just shut off for something, then you're not going to believe it. No, I, I totally agree. <laughs> That well put. <laughs> no, I think uh, conversations like this should happen more. You know, I don't think enough people sit and talk about stuff like this. Well, well I mean, this is just kind of our subject. Plenty of people talk about plenty of stuff. Yeah, but you know, I mean, obviously, we're close, 
So we've had these conversations before. Right. I mean, this started somewhere, so it's not like we're just sitting down because we have an idea and we're making a podcast. We've had conversations like this in the past. Right. So. Yeah. Well, you're already doing that. You're already doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have a lot so, have you had any supernatural experiences that you've had in your life, you think? So, yeah, I mean, there was times my grandfather, my mom, myself, my sister, we've all seen the same little girl that Matt kind of described. Um, different times, different places. One of the most memorable ones I have is going upstairs in my living room. I was probably 13, 14, and there was a little girl standing on the bed. Uh, family room table on the coffee table. She just sat in there with almost like she had just been caught dancing and she was in trouble. Oh, wow. I thought it was my sister and my sister wasn't even home. She was at my grandmother's house. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was scary. She's in a white dress. Um, my grandfather called my mom one night and asked why I was at his house. She's like, what are you talking about? Amanda's in bed. She's asleep. Oh. And uh, he's like, no, she was just here in my kitchen. I just saw her. I'm like, nope, it wasn't her. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah, and my mom has lots and lots and lots of stories like that. I have um, no stories like that. We even call her Georgina. She has a name. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> yeah, I think she's been... You've probably seen her. Such, yeah, yeah. we just... See, and I, uh, I, I believe in ghosts. I believe they're there. I... Honestly, I'm a 42-year-old man. I'm scared to death in the dark. I will not walk out in the woods by myself in the dark. I will not do it unless I absolutely have to. I don't want to be in that predicament. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think I'll just go with you guys. Yeah. I'm not going to go by myself. My senses go up way too much. I freak out. Flashlight in his hand and head up on. Head up on. Right. And, a, and three shotguns. Covered in the outfits. And a boot knife. <laughs> but I'm not going out there by myself with nothing. But... I've never seen anything like that. I mean, I've, I've, I've experienced, like, maybe a couple weird things that can be explained, but they're just odd when you tell them a certain way, you know? And that's where urban legends come in, is because something happens to you or a family member, and then it's explained in this way, whether it's harmful or not, but people buy it. Like, so was, uh, uh, you're talking about going out in the woods and stuff. When we were 15, uh, when my best, longest friends, Amanda, yeah, go figure, whatever. Uh, funny story, her name is actually not really just that mine. But, anyway, we went out into the woods, and um, we could hear things and see things. The woods of where? West Virginia. That makes a huge difference. We were in the woods of West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, we were. The cannibals and crazy people, wherever that took place? Yeah. Well, okay, so there's a lot of times that we were out in the woods, and, and especially at night, because we heard these guys on motorcycles, or on uh, quads and motorcycles, stuff, so we wanted to find them. And one night we were out too long, and we couldn't find them, but we kept hearing weird noises. Uh, turned out the next day that it was actually just a deer that was having a baby. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, it was really, it was pretty scary. Um, but yeah, we went out quite a few times after that, just trying to figure out, you know, what else is out there. You can always hear weird things. I mean, I'm sure they were attributed to something, you know, like the deer, but... <clears throat> Which leads crazy. me to this. The urban legend that you brought to talk which one? <laughs> so the, 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 one most, of the, one the most of the common, iconic <laughs> urban legends that people think of. Bigfoot. It's a great segue into Bigfoot. Big Sasquatch. Foot. Roman the Woods. Yeah. 
Yeah, so... Noises in the woods. Yep. Sometimes um, like big players. Well, again, on Wikipedia, like Matt said, it's also referred to as Sasquatch. Uh, ape-like creatures, such would have it forests in North America. Um, obviously, you've heard about it everywhere. Uh, there's all kinds of things, whether people saw something or whatever. People have said that um, they want to discount it. Majority, majority of scientists uh, say that it's just folklore, misidentification, and hoax. Like a lot of people actually do dress up and dress yeah, and crap on people. So they, he's usually seen in Canada and the northern U.S. Yeah, is there a legend thing on there? This is the legend big or is it just the history? No, this is just the big the, the history. Okay. Um, it does say folklorists trace the phenomenon of Bigfoot to a combination of factors and sources, including indigenous cultures. European wild man figure and folk tourists. Wishful thinking, a cultural increase in environmental concerns and overall societal awareness of the object of the subject sorry, have been cited as additional factors. Some people also call them the missing link, don't they? Between man and ape, our evolution yeah. and the missing link, where yeah, people yeah. believe in evolution, that, that sort of evolution. Yeah, and there's other ones too. I mean, all the way out, like, there's the Yeti in Asia. Oh, yeah, up in the Himalayas. Yeah, uh, they have skunk ape in southeastern U.S. Um, um, there's a great show on Discovery, I believe it's Discovery, or the Travel Channel called Mountain Monsters, and it's a group of hillbilly guys that track Bigfoots, and they track all different kinds of Bigfoots. And there's all, there's the West Virginia Bigfoot, and, like there's ones from all over the place, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's usually described as a, as a large, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature. So <laughs> Six to nine feet, covered in black or dark brown or dark red hair. Some creatures have, or some, some descriptions have it as tall as 10 to 15 feet. Um, yeah, some say it's more man-like, some say it's more ape-like. Uh, some refer to an overgrown ape. It's really funny out here where we are, out in my delivery area, there's probably three or four cutouts of Bigfoot. Really? <laughs> driving, and if you look out from the field, one of them is on, uh, it's out on Cabin 5, it's 150 It's walking on the, the main paved roads. Right. I mean, the first time I saw it, I was driving, and I'm uh, scanning, and I look out from the field, and there's two of them, there's a big one and a little one. And I just see it because as I glance by real quick and I, I try to take a double take and I kind of stare at it for a second, I'm like, what am I looking at? Is that, is that someone standing there? And, I get, and I'm like, I keep checking it and I get closer and I realize it's a cutout. <clears throat> you know, the, what could be a shape of a Bigfoot. That's you know what? I would, I would be interested to find out if anyone has ever, like, throughout history, it, um, had a Bigfoot sighting in North Dakota. Because there's no trees, there's nowhere for them to hide at, other than way down in the uh, Roosevelt National Park and on the Badlands, the North Union. But there's nowhere for them to hide. There's no trees out here. I mean, the little row of trees, you can see a moose in the little of trees. I'm yeah. pretty sure you can see Bigfoot at least peeking around behind. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you would see them at night. Like, when the moon comes out, it illuminates everything. Yeah. 
I know a lot of people play tricks, suits when I'm dressing up, putting yeah. hair on and stuff, whatever, trying to scare their friends. But just like the supernatural, if 10 million people have seen Bigfoot, you can't just discover
Bigfoot may be a descendant of giant Pithecus blackguard. However, science maintains that the black guy work from orangutan and they uh, evolved over 12 million years ago. I, I, I couldn't imagine seeing a big foot somewhere. That would be crazy. I would be like, oh crap. I'd be like, so, oh, you guys did find him. He's right there. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be excited. And then there's me, the dumbass that would try to bring him home. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. That's a great Do like kind of dangle their thing out of the water while they're eating so that right. it doesn't 
go back in, I guess, so they don't lose their erection. Get <laughs> <laughs> a little breeze on it. Yeah. They just wait for their retirement and it looks a lot like I guess that. that's, that's their version of a beat game. Surgeon's photograph, now known to be a hoax. Now, looking at that picture, that does look like a whale's dinghy. Yeah, but if you look at the waves around that, that's obviously something small, not something large. That's a whale's. Yep. And that top right picture looks that's, just like yeah. Loch Ness. Yep. It does, and, and that that's that could be a great explanation for it. But like we talked about, you know, there's I no laughed. way to really know. I laughed my ass off when I first heard that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, well, that comparison of pictures you just showed me is spot on. Yeah, you'll have to post that on your website. So you I'll put it on. I'll yeah. put it on our Instagram. <laughs> okay, so... Let's see. Let's through this real quick here. April 21st, 1934. This is, it's a surgeon's photograph recorded reported the first photo of the creature's head and neck. So that's that iconic, that famous photo that's been out. Right. Uh, it says, it says he used his son's toy submarine. I, I, so I it wasn't RC, but it but was... I can't imagine a toy submarine being around at that time. Like, I just... I, I don't know if they had RC cars and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's RC. Like it's not. It wasn't a remote control submarine, but I mean, little bath toys. Well, you think it was like done in the bathtub or like right on shore? No, it was done there. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. Yeah, but was it done in like this. three feet of water, or was it done in like fifty feet of water? That's what I'm saying. I think it was done in like. Three feet of water. That's yeah, because it was two. It was actually like, in here. Well, Wikipedia says, uh, looking at the photographs, they indicate the object was small. It was about sixty to ninety centimeters, so two to three feet long. Yeah, that's okay. about it. That's about it. Which is what I was saying about the waves behind it. They didn't look big. It's just like a little ripple. Little ripples. So it's just the way the picture was taken. <laughs> right. Yeah. That made it look so iconic. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes more sense. I can. I can. If you want to read the full, it's a pretty big thing. It's, it's called the Surgeon's Photograph. You can check out uh, Wikipedia. Just go to Wikipedia or just Google Loch Ness Monster and it'll, it'll show you a link for the Wikipedia that I'm, that I'm looking at. Yeah, that's better. <clears throat> Again, it's all just opinions. Bars <laughs> and Wikipedia. Yeah. I guess this guy confessed to the child's toy. The toy. Well, I mean, this is, it was a toy, but it was like two or three feet. So, I mean, it was a torso of name, but it's like... So what you're telling me is it was a very rich man's son's toy. Well, it was probably just a cheap <laughs> I mean, plastic... I the 30s, though. Cheap plastic stuff. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so basically, what that means is the guy was under the water holding it up. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't remote control. Right. Or bird yeah. I think he just pushed it out there. So, I mean, it was like knee deep out of the water. They just had that on top of it. But you would think more of the yeah, submarine would show unless you put enough weight on top of it if you sink the whole submarine down. But it's interesting. I think we're getting too analytical. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think people should uh, look this up and read it if they're interested. Because uh, 
the pictures on there are pretty interesting. The picture that he showed me of a sperm's or a sperm whale's or a whale's penis compared to the picture of Loch is, is spot on. Yeah, it really is. Uh, go, go to Wikipedia and check that out if you're interested. Yeah. Well, Wikipedia has it. It's, it's got a quick thing. You can just click on a certain photograph, and we'll take you right to the paragraph where it talks about all that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring us back to land, man. I got a I got a Durban legend that I don't know how many people would really know about it. The only reason I know about it is because I watched those adventures, and uh, they have done paranormal research on skinwalkers. Uh, yeah, uh, the Navajo name for them is uh, Yi Shot or something like that. I can't really pronounce it, but uh, it's a type of harmful witch, a harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise himself as an animal. The term is never used for healing. So it's not like, it's not medicine. It's the witches of the tribe that perform uh, odd rituals and stuff that end up becoming these skinwalkers. And uh, there's actually a place down um, I want to say in southern Utah, in Utah somewhere, called uh, Skinwalker Ranch, where they see them at all the time. And there's a lot of UFO stuff that happens there. Really weird stuff. There's spirits, there's UFO sightings all over this place that they say. Most of, most, most, I mean, Skinwalkers are part of the Navajo culture. And uh, I read somewhere that they don't. Navajos don't talk about it a lot. They don't put it out there because it's their culture. They don't want a bunch of people invading their culture to find out if these things are real. In a way, it's sacred. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a sacred part of their culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the legend of the skinwalkers is not well understood outside the Navajo culture, mostly due to reluctance to discuss the subject with outsiders. Yeah. And uh, so. Well, let's be honest here. Like, in general, what the board never made with the native traditions and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's back, in, back in the early 1800s. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the late 1700s. Or but isn't it, isn't every like, culture or religion kind of, they kind of, see, not secretive, but they hold some things that are just sacred to them? I think ancient ones I don't know. I think I can think of some nowadays, too. Yeah, well, I think Christianity is pretty wide open. I think Catholicism is pretty wide open. But, like, individually, as people, we have things that are just sacred to ourselves. Yeah. 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 I mean, you've got some freaks out there that tell everything. (laughs) uh, No, I agree with you. Yeah, there's there's, there's some things that are just sacred that you don't mention you know, I, I mean, I'm sure I have some things I just don't talk about, but they're there, you know, like, I, I can't even think of one off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's something. Yeah. There's got people that are, you know, just, they don't, they don't talk about it because nobody else's business but theirs. Right. You know? And some things are, you know, we only talk about it in the same city space, right. you know, where, where you feel yeah. it's safe. Yeah. Maybe it comes back to that kind of thing too. Yeah, no, I don't know. But yeah, Skidwalker never even put like witchcraft to it. I honestly was imagining like some guy 
skinning people walking around in their clothes. That's what I thought when I first heard it. But, um, uh, there's a few, there's a few, uh, legends like that in Navajo witches, including skinwalkers, represent the antithesis of Navajo culture values, while community healers and cultural workers are known as medicine men and women, or by other positive, nurturing terms in the local indigenous language, witches are seen as people. So it doesn't matter, you know, if you're a witch in the Navajo nation, your culture, you're evil. You know, if you're a witch, you're evil. So, uh, they perform twisted ceremonies and manipulating magic and a perversion of the good works medicine people traditionally perform. In order to practice their good works, traditional healers learn about both good and evil magic. Most can handle the responsibility of some people to become corrupt and choose to become witches. And, uh, the, the legend of the skinwalkers is kind of short. Animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters, such as the coyote. However, it may include other creatures, usually those associated with death or bad omens. They might also possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies. Skinwalkers, baby, male, or female. So they can have male witches. Which is weird because they can possess your body and walk around. They're like people spirits, but they're people. It's, 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 you know, and, and that's why they don't talk about it much, because they don't want us to understand it. They don't want us to have anything to do with it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very bad description to put out there. I mean, it, well, not bad. It, it's a good description, but I don't understand it. It's just a small, small bit of information we have. Right. <clears throat> I bet there's so much more to that urban legend than that. And the only reason I know about it is because they investigated Skinwalker Ranch. They went down to the Navajo area and got permission to go out to the caverns in southern Arizona or whatever, or New Mexico, and actually go into Navajo territory and hunt for Skinwalkers. And it was a creepy episode. You know, I don't know how much of it's fake. I don't know any of that, but it, just, it was interesting to me. And I thought that was a very interesting urban legend. <laughs> I guess it's not really an urban legend if nobody knows about it. Yeah. You know, I guess people point an urban legend. More people should know about it. Yeah. It's a Navajo urban legend. But to them, yeah. it's real. You know, witches are real in their culture. Mm-hmm. And medicine men are real. Healers are real. Yeah. We call them doctors. They call them, you know, healers. They deal with you with like lack of the medicine we have mm-hmm. but they can cure a lot more natural it's yeah. amazing to be with some of things that Native uh, Americans recently we were watching as a family well that wasn't <laughs> the rest of us were watching uh, 1883 something like that and one of those uh, that shot with an arrow and she was dying and even like the white people, so to speak, didn't know how to fix it. Like, well, she's just gonna die, so you just have to die. That's the new spin off of Yellowstone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was really, really, really good. I highly recommend that one, but um, don't get too attached to characters. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they took them in, and I'm horrible, I cannot remember which culture it was, but one of the Native American cultures that took them in. And, 
way we they didn't have antibiotics. They didn't have any recipes. Just using nature and what had been given to them. I know a lot of bad stuff happened between Native Americans and the foreigners that came over here that are now Americans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's surprising how little we still know about their culture because they don't share. Because they don't want to share. Yeah, they, they keep it to them. It's their culture. They don't want to share it with us. And I totally respect that. that that's pretty awesome. And there's just a lot of things that if you haven't grown up with it, if you haven't been around your whole life, you're just simply not going to get it. It's not going to make sense. It's going to look weird or creepy or something like that, you know? So it's just better, like you said, just keep it sacred, keep it close to the right. For sure. That's all I got on skateboarders. That's a good one. I, I, I like it. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting. Well, like I said, it's not as so much an urban legend as just some interesting facts about the Navajo culture. What what do you got over there? What's I got that. I got another one. that's a good one. That's pretty much every, practically everybody. Oh yeah, this was one of my favorites. So looking at it, uh, it some suspense, but a lot of this. Flipping through the uh, scrolling through Wikipedia, almost almost every single culture, every tons of places have something that's similar or, or something that they use for the same thing, which is the boogeyman. Just about every single culture looking through this with the the, the Wikipedia information. Makes me think of <laughs> Even wrestling had a boogie. Yeah, next time we get it. Yeah, the guy called the boogie. He <laughs> opened it up and he would eat a handful of worms. Ew. And he was pretty scary looking. That's so, like fish man. According, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, the boogeyman is a type of mythical creature used by adults to frighten, frighten children into good behavior. Yeah. Boogeyman had no specific fears and uh, conceptions. Very drastically by household and culture, but they are most commonly depicted as masculine uh, and monsters that punish children for misbehaving. I love it. So I thought it was pretty crazy that just going through it though, tons and tons of places. And while I was going through it, I was like, uh, Czech Republic has their own version, because Egypt has their own version, English has, has like. Eight different versions of France has their own. Does it have a name for It's got a bunch of names for several. Mexico, Spain is El Coco, and Mexico is sometimes referred to as Cucuy. I'm sure some people can speak that. Yeah, Tony Ferguson, USA player. El Cucuy, Russia, and Ukraine. You heard that one? That was made, that one was made famous by, I guess more recently, by Kieran Reeves as John Wood. What was his nickname? Oh, what was his His nickname was? Bobby Yaga. Bobby Yaga. There you go. Yeah, it's John Wick's nickname. That's right. The the Russian and Ukrainian children are warned about Bobby Yaga. The dude even sings a little fairy tale ride in the movie. Is that what's wrong with our kids? 
is the understanding of arguments, I guess. And to be good at an argument, you have to be able to argue both sides. And so, you know, like... Can you imagine how hard that would be? Having an opinion and having to learn to argue for the other side against what you believe? But, that, but, that, but, it, but that again, that's not being close-minded. That's being very open to ideas and chance. And if you understand both sides of the argument, and, I mean, whichever side you're in favor of, then you can really, you can learn it, and you can, you can format, and you can write your arguments, your tailored arguments, to, to convince people otherwise. If, I mean, if it's a, if it's a true or false something, and you're trying to say this is true because of this, this, and this, I understand this is what you believe, and you can, I mean, you can build your argument based on that. If you're trying to discredit something, you can build your argument because you understand where they come from, you understand what their what their concern is for. Yeah. Anyone who's more susceptible to hearing your side than you're willing to listen to. That that's the thing that that's the thing that I understand. They'll know what I understand your side. It's not like it's not like my beliefs are fact. My beliefs aren't fact. Right. My beliefs are my opinions. They're what I feel is right. I can understand that those are your beliefs. They're not fact. They're beliefs. Yeah. Beliefs. Believing in something you've never seen is the hardest thing on the planet to do. It's the hardest thing anywhere to be. Okay. People that believe God exists, I take my hat off to I believe there is a God. I've seen a lot of bad stuff in my life, though. I have a hard time. My faith has been broken. It, it's going to take a lot for me to get back to that spot. I've seen way too much bad stuff. But I've seen a lot of good stuff too. There's gotta be a higher power. There has to be. But that's my belief. And I can if someone walked up and said, I don't think there's a God because of this reason. Well, okay, that's your belief. I understand where you're coming from. I don't hate you for not believing in God. I could we could still be friends. Just I'm not gonna take you to church with you because you're not gonna go. You know? Right, yeah. You know, like now I know not that I go to church. To you know, I don't go to church. Rarely, and you know that's my own choice. But uh, but see, your brother is a pastor. Yeah. So I mean, talk about not being close-minded. You know when uh, obviously your parents raised you both the same. Oh yeah, very different. And I was raised up in the church, but I was forced to go to all shifts. We had to go every day. Yeah, well, you're not gonna force your kids to eat broccoli. So we had to go to church every Sunday morning, and Sunday night in that church, and Wednesday. And if you missed church on Sunday, you didn't play outside. You just sat in the house all day. You didn't get to do You were punished for not going to church. And I was raised up that way my whole life. And then I started seeing things for myself. And then my faith got fractured. And I got back from, I got out of the Army in 2004. And Shortly after that, I was at my parents' house. They had a ping pong table downstairs and uh, in the basement. I was playing ping pong with my younger brother, John. And my brother, Jamie, the pastor, come over. And he says, uh, he starts preaching to me. Like, you should go to church, man. You should be saved. You miss this. I said, dude, if I want a pastor, I'll go find one. It might not be you. I said, just be my brother. Just be my brother. That's all I ask, man. Just, let's just have conversations and talk and have fun. Don't, I don't want that pushed on Yeah. And uh, he totally understood. And uh, me and him, we have great conversations. 
basically just like like three years before the work and work and stuff. Yeah. And like what? And then they, it'll repeat and then you go, oh shoot. Did they just yeah. say what did they just say that? And yeah. And it's like, oh jeez. It was very well written. Yeah. Very well written. Very well written, uh well shot cinematography wise was, was really good. Uh, just pay attention. Just watch it. Yeah, watch. Is, uh, my my <laughs> my continuity eye did not I I was too I was, yeah, paying, attention. I was paying attention too much to the movie to look for any continuity errors. Any of that that kind of stuff. It was good. It was a good movie. If you haven't seen a good horror movie, a suspense movie in a little while, definitely I give it a thumbs up. <laughs> um, getting back to urban legends, um, I found a list that is that really totally plays into urban legends too. <laughs> so it starts in uh, zero to nine, and then it goes A, B, C, D, E. Like it has a list of all the urban legends. Oh wow! So like one of the interesting ones, um. That when you scroll through, you're the first ones like that I've heard of. The first two would be the Annabelle doll. Yeah. Jeff and Lorraine Warren were uh, self proclaimed demonologists that went around uh, doing exorcisms. And that Annabelle doll, is that the one that's in the that museum in Vegas? It was. It's not there no more. There's no. one. The Jeff it was there Warren. like last year, last summer. There was, was one still there. It was there. Yeah. Oh. Wow. And um, Jeff and Lorraine Warren's son or nephew, one or the other, he owns it. Oh. And he keeps her in the museum. Oh. But uh. I'm not in Vegas. No, he brought her to Zach's just so that they could uh do uh uh. Problems. Well, so, so they could do um, investigation. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I had the a other... friend that walked through there that last summer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and she said it was tricky. Oh, I bet. I was like freaking out. Well, like, I, uh, when I was down there with my brothers, we got to, we didn't, I didn't realize it was so close to Halloween. I mean, they get booked up like three months out. Oh, yeah. Fully booked for the Halloween weekend. And you have to actually have a reservation to go through the uh, museum. And uh, you can do this. <laughs> yeah, going my diet coke. Um, so we didn't have any reservations, so we couldn't walk through. So we couldn't walk through there at all. But uh, they let us go into the gift shop. Oh, nice. And that's where I got my sweatshirt at, my coffee mug and stuff. I asked the lady in there, I said, anything weird happened to me? She goes, <laughs> they'll come fly off the walls. Uh, things fall off the shelves that are completely flat. They yeah. fall off the shelves and shit. Yeah. So you'll hear voices when it gets later in the day and stuff. Or even in the middle of the day, you'll hear people running across the floor and stuff in the middle of the That's true. But, uh, yeah, that's what the Annabelle used to be. Actually, Zach Baggins Haunted Museum in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's yeah. an awesome place. Go check it out. Uh, <laughs> the other one that caught my eye was Area 51. Yeah, Area 51. It's another huge. Uh, so there was like Roswell, New Mexico, uh, yeah. crash landing back in what, 54? Something like that. Yeah, Roswell. Pictures and the, uh, the records are supposed to be Area 51. Yep. 
Another one uh, that caught my eye was Bell Witch. The reason I know the Bell Witch because those who mentioned the. Uh, um, Shout out to those who <laughs> They did a uh, investigation. It's uh, it's in um, Tennessee, Robertson County, Tennessee, hmm. and uh, there's a folklore legend from 1817 to 1821. His family and the local area came under attack by a mostly invisible entity that was able to speak, affect the physical environment, and shape shift and is located in Tennessee. Wow. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Floyd Mary's on here. The Bunny Man. Yeah, they got some crazy ones on here. It's an urban legend that probably originated from two incidents. In Fairfax County, Virginia, in 1970. Oh, there you go. But it's been spread throughout the Washington, D.C. area. There are many variations to the legend, but most involve a man wearing a rabbit costume, a bunny suit, who attacks people with an axe. Oh, dear. Well, I really remember that episode of Friends with the people in suits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, I believe you're going to talk about the one that I'm looking at now, the Chief Cobb. I did bring some information up. Yeah, let's get into that one. That one's uh, that's a pretty cool one because that's uh, that's also a cryptid. Uh, Discovered down in Puerto Rico, east of three poster wounds of its chest area. 
are completely drained of blood reportedly, allegedly. Uh, a few months later in August, an eyewitness, um, it has a name of her name up there, share that, that they reported seeing her, or reported seeing the creature in Puerto Rico, and come from and there, there was as many as 155 animals and pets killed. So we've got something, and then it moves in the United States. Yeah, yeah, it comes up. So they've even had um, sightings as far north as Maine. So we've got something mm -hmm. attacking the livestock. Yep. Because I remember reports of that attacking cattle in Texas and California. Mm -hmm. Something was. Draining is maybe not necessarily completely draining of blood, but attacking and draining of blood. So nobody ever really, and I mean, it was kind of a fade. It was a thing that could happen in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's like, um, yeah. You probably know more about it than Wikipedia. Because <laughs> you remember, you were there. <clears throat> there. I remember being on the news. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, they, uh, they believe that it may have even been something as simple as people seeing a dog or other kind of mammal with mange, and possibly even a stepper. Yeah, kind so, of makes me think of the uh, imaginary crop circles. Yeah. And that was kind of the thing. Yeah. Going around until the river was kind It's a cryptid beast that attacks livestock. Yeah, yeah, it drinks their blood. Um, they said that they even believe that it could have just been simply a vampire bat just getting hungry. But yeah, they yeah. describe it as a reptile like creature said to have leathery or scaly, greenish gray skin and sharp spines or quills wearing down its back. But just like a mermaid. About three to four feet. Just like a mermaid. I don't think they ever caught one. And they said that they believe, or that it moves similarly to a kangaroo, oh, really? which seems funny being in South Yorkshire. Really, I just thought that was kind of funny, but you know, they also believe it to be like a strange breed of wild dog, hairless uh, type dog. If I remember from my music counseling, I witnessed that they saw it. I think it's this side there. You saw some kind of creature there. But I don't think anybody ever caught one feeding on feeding. No, but they did say that they all they usually had three holes in the shape of a downward pointing triangle. And um, sometimes they only found one or two holes. So there was up to three holes on these things that they say well <clears throat> related to this. And they actually have had some that were missing organs, not just that's good. Something was something, something was doing something. Yeah. I can't imagine crazy people going out and drinking livestock of blood. That was one thing to me to kill and slaughter. I could get that. I could get behind people doing that. 
some sort of things. Like the satanic origins, really, it does kind of make sense because there are some people out there that do some weird things. I heard, and again, this could just be a myth, you know, but I did hear about people that are. Um, hey, phone's on vibrate. <laughs> it is on vibrate. The, the alarm went off. Um, that actually use their own menstrual blood to, like, dilute. Uh, Bloody Marys or uh, uh, ketchup, <laughs> uh, tomato soup. Try that is also effing disgusting. <laughs> but she, the, the rumor or it's, the it's nutrient rich, it's full yeah. of all kinds of Yeah, and stuff. they have that they can make pills, they can make pills out of it. Too, yeah. But I mean, think about it all mammals, or a lot of mammals do that. We've seen our guinea pigs, our hamsters, rabbits, rats, they all eat their own placentas. Yeah, well, we're still mammals. We're still so animals. We're civilized. We have thought. We have medicine. Well, again, okay. not all of us. <laughs> if somebody tried to serve it to me so, on a plane, I'd be like, I think I'll pass. Yeah, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, the, the myth that I heard, or the legend that I heard, was that she was trying to make her significant other into a vampire as well. I would love to be a vampire. And feeding him her mental blood cool. was the best I would definitely be a vampire. If I could get bit by a vampire become a vampire, I'd be a vampire. There are definitely people out there that do believe it. That and that, that's where the, the chupacabra could have come from. <laughs> no, that's, that's greater than like, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people that we know that might listen to this, um, that side probably know because she knows a lot about it. So I'm sure your family knows a lot about it too. Um, your family probably knows some about it too, but I'm sure my family, if they're listening, they don't know much about it. <laughs> yes. You know, but I mean, my brother Jamie, very intelligent, very intelligent guy, and uh, I bet he's heard of most of these urban legends, but he's never really done the research on it. Look into them; they're just fun to know. I'm not sure it has anything to do with intelligence as much as just whether or not you look into this stuff. Just interesting. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. 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 if you've never really cared about urban legends, you're not going to go you know, look that. I mean, I've heard of skinwalkers, but I never understood it until today. I've heard Bloody Mary, but the legend of it, yeah, where it came from the origin, candlestick, yeah, 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 awesome yeah. idea. That is so yeah. cool. And Bigfoot, I mean, everyone has heard of Bigfoot. We've all heard the stories, but to yeah. hear the origin of it and where it came from and what scientists say, it, it's, it's interesting. I totally forgot about yeah. that large ape, though. Yeah. That giant, giant, yeah, whatever it was. Black eye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black eye? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of that. But, uh, but the Chupacabra, that's a great one too. Uh, El Cucuy. El Cucuy. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, these are great legends. Uh, I wanted to read one more that um, I uh, that I found on here that I wanted to look up real quick. It's called uh, Zombie Road. Oh. Um, this is I guess it's if you live in uh, if you live near St. Louis, um, it's an actual place that you can go to ghost hunts and stuff and get freaked out a little bit. You know, it's more of an urban legend there, but that's more Baltimore's a paranormal for me. But uh, they, um, they call it Zombie Road. It's located um, in Wildwood, in, uh, city of Wildwood, in St. Louis County, and it's the eastern central portion of Missouri in the USA. Is considered one of Missouri's most haunted places. Its real name is Lawler Board Road, 
It's about two miles long through a valley and forest oak landfills and ends near the Merrimack River in, in the Glencoe. It's one of the top hundred roads in the world. And they say uh, it's 2.3 miles long, opens one half hour before sunrise, and closes one half hour after sunset. It's the site of one of the largest near burial mounds in the country. It was once nearly gravel and dirt and was paved at some point in the book, but it is now largely impassable by automobile. Legends that have been passed around for years tell of spectral American Indians and Confederate rebels, packs of child ghosts, and the tortured souls of working men killed in industrial accidents. It has quite a reputation as a place where shadow figures and other non-human entities have long been reported. That sounds interesting to me. Amanda, you up for road trip? Yeah. Road trip! Yeah. <laughs> I go to St. Louis and walk down that road. Heck yeah. Break right before sunset. Yeah, I, I can't remember where they are, but I remember like stories and stuff of people on different roads that they don't get stuck or they feel like they're stuck or something's going on and then they'll get to where they're going and they'll find like Handprints in the dirt on their bumpers. Uh, there's a place in Texas like that. It's yeah. by a railway. Yeah, That's what that reminded me of. A man in Utah told me that there's this one spot that you can sprinkle flour in your bumper. And if you drive it through there, you can drive through and then he passes and passes and starts to get out and look at the handprints. Yeah. Yeah, something about a school bus or something. Some movies and some, some stuff uh, uh, 
the team sort of making holes to make it up. Uh, that's a cool thing. <laughs> one, of the, one, of season, one of the seasons. Like, I, I only watched the first season, but uh, I caught pieces of the second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth. I don't remember how many rounds they did. And Lady Gaga did four yeah. of them. Yeah, she was actually pretty good. Oh, how many? How many did you say? Sunwards? 116? It was 120. 120. You were on by four. That's close. You loser. Off by four. Yeah. Man, I was close enough. You were really close. Yeah. That's close. The stories were passed down since 1590. That's a long time. That was a legend right there. Yep. That's a 120 English summers mysteriously gathered. Well, the only urban legend that I know of that probably happened is the scared and sudden the particle puppy. That one would probably happen. You don't want to share this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> Let's not does, try that. <laughs> is it true that if you cross your eyes, they're going to stick that way? I mean, it depends on how well you do it. <laughs> I don't know if they could stick that way. Well, I mean, you have to do it for years. Yeah. You have to remember that's the way it is. Probably not, because I know treatment for, for the rest of the business, or when I ask, it turns out, they just put a patch on it. But if you swallow gum, you'll fart bubbles. <laughs> no, but I have heard that gum lasts forever, you gut. Yes. Well, I'll see if I find that out. That's, I looked that one up, that's actually false. Oh. Your stomach acid is way too strong. And your, and your digestive system, it'll just pass through whatever doesn't get doesn't get wound up or, or digested by your, your stomach juices, you just you just poop it out. What about the That's why corn comes out with you like corn? Yes. <laughs> if I if I was ever happened to build a house out of corn, it's just instructive. Your digestive system can't even break it out. Right? Um, just be careful it doesn't get too hot. What about the what about um the human uh, an average human swallows like two spiders a year while they're sleeping. Oh, I don't doubt that. I had one call on this morning. It was on my arm. I'm like, mm-hmm. he did, yeah. Anything started, I, I, I'm looking at it and he's running around on my arm. I smack it. <laughs> I couldn't even feel it. I just I had to see it at a point in my eyes. He started running. Do you think he swallows? I'm sure he did. I think he swallowed me down from me. Yeah. Probably. I had a bug. What was that? Yes. It just it like went right into my ear when we were laying in bed one night and it was just in there. I could hear it buzzing and oh I was screaming and freaking out. And peroxide. Oh we were doing everything we could to get that darn thing out of there. When I was at Fort Ashton well, we were getting ready for a four day weekend and we were having a big formation on the graveyard. And I felt it was bugging all over the place and I felt like Thank you. 
I had it. I heard it briefly. Yeah, sure, we have some. Yeah, well, maybe we'll give that a shot sometime. <laughs> Not today. I don't want you to see how gross my ears are right now. My friend is so much packed in wax. Dude, it's crazy. You think because of the ears, we try to keep ourselves clean. It's nuts what comes out of because those things are hollow. Okay. There's nothing in there. And then you cut them open, it's like, ew. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gross. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Do we have any other? Sounds I've, got one last, I've got one last one that I wanted to. Okay. That's, that's it. It's really cool. I think it's, I think it's a crazy one. It's really cool. So I'll tell it. I'll tell it. It's cool. Okay. So we had a guy who was on vacation and um, to picture picture this season. We'll say uh we'll say Mexico. We'll say he's out in Mexico. Good. And uh, he meets he meets a pretty girl. He meets a pretty girl and she's buying drinks, he's buying drinks, and uh, they're, they're having a good time and he invites her back to his hotel and he gets he just gets wasted, just black out drunk. Wait, so, Passes out, doesn't wakes up the next morning, sitting in his bathtub full of ice. Okay, that would be cold. That would be cold. <laughs> that would be cold. Yeah, it would be. But he's got a note on him. Telling him not to move too quick with the plus of the stitches. I don't know what you're talking about. When he realizes he gets back to the States and realizes he's got one of his, his kidneys missing. Oof. So that's his. I mean, that's a story that's bouncing around. That's a kind of new, I guess, newest one. Kind of, I think it started in the 90s. I bet it's uh, urban legend based on true events. It is. It oh, is man. based on true, true events. That's scary. That's, that's scary. That's what, I, that's what I found on Wikipedia. Not in Mexico, though. Did it happen in Mexico? Uh, I, I think it may have. I think that's, oh, okay. that's one of the urban legends that I found happened like that. Mm-hmm. Once people party down in front of Somebody wakes up with a little drunk and some stitches. So, so that's a bunch of stuff I've heard. I've heard. But uh, uh, it actually it actually happened. Uh, some of them happened a little bit a different way. Um, one of the real things that happened uh, in uh, 2019, actually, China had to had to fess up to stealing their prisoners' organs. Oh my yeah, they, they had to publish it in the journal. And, and I hope they were all death row. So they get stopped. Yeah, right? Well, you know, gonna... depending on your crime, I'm okay with you being... <laughs> I mean, if, you're on, if you're on death row, and you are the deal, but you got found guilty again, and all that, you know what? Donate your organ. Right, you're yeah. Not, it's you're not going nowhere. Yeah, you're not going nowhere. No, but see, then there's the urban legends and, and theories that if you get, like... Say a murderer dies, but he's perfectly healthy, and you get his heart, but all of a sudden you start feeling kind of murderous. So, what if you get an eye from a murderer and all of a sudden you start seeing things in red? Right. Yeah. That's crazy, right? We're going to start that. That's our new urban legend, okay? (laughs) A guy I know. (laughs) He got his eye taken out by a shotgun. Somebody you met in Germany, right? Somebody I met in Kentucky. Kentucky. And he lost an eye to a shotgun running at. <laughs> and they went to the hospital and they had a replacement eye for it. It was taken from a death row inmate. So what they did was they took the eye, put it back in, put up all the oxygen, got it to where he could see through it, but he could only see red out of it. Crazy. It's called the red eye murder. <laughs> <laughs>